Welcome to the Daily Word. I'm really glad that you have joined me and thank you for doing that. And for our Daily Word today, we're going to go into John chapter 3 and we're going to begin with what is uh, uh, most surely one of the most famous, well-known verses and, and for good reason in all of the Bible, John 3.16. But then we're going, to keep, we're going to keep trucking on past verse 16 and uh, I'll, I'll explain why as we go along. For this is how God loved the world. He gave His one and only Son, so that everyone who believes in Him will not perish, but have eternal life. Verse 17. God sent His Son into the world, not to judge the world, but to save the world through Him. There is no judgment against anyone who believes in Him, but anyone who does not believe in Him has already been judged for not believing in God's one and only Son. And then I'd like for us to skip forward. I know this is in tomorrow's reading, but let's skip forward to verse 36. And anyone who believes in God's Son has eternal life. Anyone who doesn't obey the Son will never experience eternal life, but remains under God's angry judgment. And and I wanted to read through all of these because what folks will tend to do is read John 3.16 or maybe go to 17 and read about God's love, which is awesome. It's amazing. God is love. His very character defines love. And then read on to, to the fact that Jesus didn't come into the world to judge the world, but to save it, not to condemn, but to save. And, and then just put a period on the end of that sentence and be done with it that God is a God of love, and then forget about the judgment. We don't really like to hear about judgment, talk about judgment. The thought of God judging uh, really makes modern people uncomfortable. And, and I think that we need to understand the, the basic truth that I, I felt like God was lifting up today is that, that God cannot be a God of love unless God is also a God of judgment, and that in fact His judgment is in love. So we see, first of all, the depths of God's love here, that God would give His one and only Son. God has revealed Himself to be eternally Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. God is one God in three persons, in complete unity. And this is true for all of eternity. And and, and I think part of what we must consider when we're thinking about the cross of Jesus Christ is He cries out, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Is to consider the grief at the very heart of God. That, that God truly gave, the Father truly gave His one and only Son to know this, this tear, this separation in, in the very Godhead. And, and we, I, I think, can't even begin to comprehend the pain, the grief of that. This is the depths of God's love, for God so loved the world. Now, Jesus, we're told, He came not to judge. He came to save, and, and certainly that is true. But what is also true is that when Jesus comes again, he will, in fact, come to judge. 
It was in love that Jesus came to save the world, to restore people to God. And it is in love that Jesus will come again to judge the world. Because at the end of the day, judgment is about this. It is about the judgment upon and the elimination of all that, uh, to quote from Jesus in John 10, all that steals, kills, and destroys. Everything that is evil, everything that is sinful, everything that is opposed to God's good and pleasing and perfect will will be eliminated. So many times in this life, we human beings, we cry out when we see something that's wrong, when we suffer some injustice or some loss, and we cry out and we say, how, how could a good God allow something like this to happen? Why would God not eliminate this from the world? And the truth is that there is coming a day when in fact God will. The thing about that is that if God were to eliminate everything that is opposed to His will, if God were, were to eliminate everything that is not right, we would be eliminated too. In order to save us, God needed a way. We needed a way for God to eliminate evil without eliminating us. Hence the cross of Jesus Christ. Because by His cross, we are restored, redeemed, we are forgiven, washed clean as white as snow. We are robed in the righteousness of Christ. And so, as the Father looks at us, He sees us in the righteousness of Christ as though we had never sinned. And, and not only that, Christ is doing a work of renewal in us. As we behold His glory, we are more and more every day being remade after His image so that at the time of judgment, we don't have a judgment against us and we are brought to glory. We are brought to the fullness of restoration of who it is that God made us to be in God's restored creation. And so you see, even judgment, the judgment of God is in love. Those who choose opposition to God will be allowed to go that way, to be eternally separated from Him. All that hurt, kills, and destroys in all of God's creation will be eliminated. And, and so, yes, it is amazing to think about the love of God, but let's not truncate that from the judgment of God because the judgment of God is, in fact, a manifestation of the love of God. God will have His good creation restored. And thanks be to God for that. Thanks be to God for the grace of Jesus and for God's plan to restore His good creation, which you and I, who are in Christ, get to enjoy forever. Thanks be to God. In Jesus' name, amen. And until we get a chance to speak again, may God bless you and keep you.